Welcome back to another episode of Cultivated Ignorance. Yo. I am Will, the host. I am Mike, your favorite host. You trash. <laughs> this week, we got a special guest, Anansi Rex. What's happening? Yo, what's good, man? Anansi, what's going on with you, bro? I can't complain. You know, it's a great day. You better not. You on our show. Day. We don't do that complaining I mean, shit. Yeah, you know. It's great, though. It's great, though. I'm here. Y'all are great. Everything. Yeah. Oh, great. thanks, man. Thanks. You already enjoying yourself before the show even started, so I hope you don't eat your words later. Well, nah. <laughs> I'm here to be problematic, apparently. Oh, shit. I mean, hey, if that's what you're... I mean, Mike said I'm problematic. Mike said I hate women. I didn't say it. You said it with your own words. Nah, With fam, your actions. Good. All right, anyways. Uh, we, got, we got a great show for you lined up this week. Uh, first off, Mike's going to be doing his little church announcements after Bro, you're going to stop calling them a little... These little piddly announcements. Disrespectful. Oh, Here are the no. and this is all the black <laughs> events going on. This is why he will hates black people. That's why I'm your favorite. Um, yeah, I'm so glad that uh, Andrew Gilliman and Stacey Abrams lost. I'm super happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know you are. Jeez. I know you are. Um, no, nah, man, we got a dope show. We're gonna be talking to a Nazi uh, about his music, uh, his band Moon Cricket. Chirp, um, chirp. Yeah, I don't. I didn't expect that. But okay. Um, gonna be talking about the recent elections. Um, apparently, Mike believes there's a shallow dating pool. I didn't say that. I'm questioning that because he gets no Bro, I'm questioning suitors. <laughs> no suitors. <laughs> I get escorts. Okay. Oh, okay um, <laughs> um, we're also gonna be talking about uh, personal health and surrounding yeah. yourself with like-minded people. Um, we got a black business shout out once oh, again. We finally bring it back because Will yeah, hates black people. So he stopped doing this shit. But we're going to do it again. All right. Let's get to your little piddly stuff. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah, we beef on the show, bro. I it's, see. It's a normal thing. Go ahead and nice. make your little announcements, man. Man, all right. Here's a big announcement for the upcoming week or two. Um, this Saturday, November 10th, we got the Free Times Music Crawl. You heard about this announcement? No. It sounds interesting, though. Uh, it's like almost two dozen bands performing at the Aristocrat. Um, Art Bar, Hunter Gatherer, Chester's Theater, all over the place. Uh, Nisi Blue's gonna be out there. Okay. Nepotism, super dope band. Okay. Gonna be out there, right? Fat Rat, Desire gonna be out there. Um, Twelve dollars tickets in advance, fifteen at the door. Only fifteen dollars. Only fifteen. Only fifteen dollars. It's gonna be insane. It's like a ton of just Columbia bands doing their thing. That's like a crank. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Go to for more um, details on that. Monday, November twelfth. I'm excited about this at six thirty. Um, is the Taking the Arrow Out of Your Heart speaker series featuring Alice Walker. I know she's the famous um, poet, author of The Color Purple. Um, super great activist, super great person in general. I don't know if you ever watched like Alice Walker's like speaking speaking series. She's a phenomenal speaker. Um, it's going to be great to get to meet her. That's going to be absolutely free at the R2-I2 Conference Center um, in Sand Hills, that big old place that looks like a college, basically, with a library. Um, that's going to be super dope. Sunday, November 18th at 3 p.m. is the Right Around series with Joe Priest, I'm sorry, Joey Priest and Tim Conroy, two of my good friends. Tim ain't black, but he, he down with the cause. He cool people. Um, <laughs> 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 we usually only talk about the black events, but Tim, Tim cool. Tim, Tim, preface. Tim, Tim ain't black, but you know. <laughs> See, I just yeah, got to let y'all know this so y'all don't be disappointed. But um, they're basically going to be doing poetry based off of the new exhibitions at the Museum of Art. Um, they're just basically right around the art that they've seen and just take inspiration from it. That's gonna be super dope. That is dope. Um, dope. Yeah, that's gonna be at three o'clock on Columbia Museum of Art. And uh, last but not least, uh, November twentieth, seven p.m. is the Writer's Block Poetry Show with Queen It Shall Be. Uh, I think everybody know here. Everybody here knows Tanisha Queen It Shall Be. 
She's dope. insanely dope, insanely hilarious. Not good at spades. Not good at spades. Really? But super great person. Yeah, me oh, and Will she trashed spades. Yeah, me and Will have that's beaten her. you even put that out there? We've heard. I mean, that's terrible. Because we're just like monsters. Like, we just destroy lives out here. If they ask, they ask. We break up relationships. Like, it's, it's pretty bad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man. Rise Block Poetry Show. I believe that is $10 out the door. Always dope. This goes out at Taps. Like I said, November 20th. 7 p.m. Come through. See see my homegirl. And um, thank you, everybody, for joining. Kwanzaa, Samantha, Ben. What's up, bro? William Patterson here. I don't know what I think it's in here. Jordan's in here. Hey, how you doing? How's the baby? What's happening? Oh, you going to shout out, man? Shout out. Congratulations, Jordan. Yes, congratulations to Jordan and the baby, man. Congrats on the baby. Yes, got to see the young king last night. What? He's a Scorpio. Is that, I don't know what sign. Is it Scorpio season right now? Yes, it is. All right, that's alarming. But he's yes, a delightful. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> he's a delightful young boy so far. I bet. Um, we're excited. Mm-hmm. We're super excited. Cool. But thank y'all for joining us. Yeah, I just did the challenge announcements. If you missed them, rewind later. I ain't doing them again. All right, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what's going on, young brother? Chilling, man. Working, making music. Living. That's a little Terrence said the vocal alchemist in the building. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> Tis I. No, I mean, that's what he calls me. But, I mean, I don't know. Just living, loving life. So, how... Moon Creek, that's the band. Who who else is in the band with you? We got Robert on the keys. Robert. Hey, Robert. We got Stevie X on the guitar. We have CeCe Renee on the bass. And we got Rock My Day on the drums. And we are... Moon Cricket. Yeah. I'm gonna come up with that name. Well, I came up with the name. Oh, well, with naming the band, that I didn't come up with the name. Racist white people came up with the name. They did. They did. But uh, <laughs> I uh, I heard it in a comedy show, and when the guys when he said it, I thought he was joking. Like I thought it was a joke. I didn't think he was serious when he was like yeah. somebody called him Moon Cricket. I looked it up and I was like, oh, this is a oh, this is a real life racial slur. Like, <laughs> they actually calling people out this, but it doesn't sound hurtful. It sounds like magical. And yeah. It sounds dope. <laughs> like, I was like, this is like the only racial slur I've ever heard. That I was like, this is oddly empowering. <laughs> and then I thought about it. It sounds, you know, it was very, it was very redneck to try to insult you. And then, you know, call you something that's just like, that's not even that bad. Moon Creek. That's, it does like, sound dope. Like, this just a bunch of like so. a crown of white kids saying Moon Creek. Yeah, but it, uh, it's supposed to Welcome represent. Welcome to the stage, Moon <laughs> Creek. Yeah, you chirp, chirp. <laughs> it's supposed to it's represent. It's a new Baby Shark. The, um, they just start singing. You know, <laughs> yo, if I could get Baby Shark levels of exposure, <laughs> yo, I promise you, because Baby, baby Shark, shark, Baby Shark is the top. Bro, you got a point. We're not going to do. We're not going to hit this table. Gotcha. See, he ain't tell you before the show. That's <laughs> I deny it. That's on me. That's on me. Baby Shark is the toddler nuck if you vote. Mackenzie ain't discovered Baby Shark. I yet? haven't seen it. I've never seen <laughs> it. Bro, turn it, turn it on when she, when she next time she in the house. Don't do it. She's she breaking gonna, all the furniture. You're never going to hear the end of she it. She's breaking all the furniture. That's all you're ever going to play. You're going to get tired of that song. You're going to start to like it, and you're going to hate yourself for liking it. <laughs> that's parenting. I'm about to get on the Baby <laughs> But yeah, Moon Cricket is supposed to represent uh, the slave singing in the moonlight. I think that's where the cat name came from. I was like, oh, okay. This, this sounds cool. I think I want to. That's what I did. Reclaim that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Taking it back. That's dope. Bro. That's our word. So, um, what 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 are shows are y'all doing? What new music are y'all doing? All right, now we're working on originals. We have a plethora of covers going on, and um, trying to get into a few venues around the city. But right now, we're it's it's, it's broken season. You know, it's cold, so it's time to. 
You would think, you would think, but live music is definitely much more popping in the spring than it is in the winter. Cause really? ain't nobody trying to be outside. That makes sense. That's just facts. <laughs> <laughs> because they're trying to sing it. Like, bro, you don't want to be out there like, oh, this is a nice show, but niggas break out here. Yeah, it's like I'm, I'm no going, fires going. I'm going inside. I don't yeah. care. But it, it works because it gives us time to, you know, sharpen our swords and work on the original stuff so we can keep rocking the free world. So when did you start first singing? You specifically? I've been singing since I was three. Church. It, it became that, yeah, just around the house, but mainly came up in church, took a lot of chords. And you was like the lead singing, like the, all the crowd was like singing together, and then you would just break out? Nah, I did a lot of, uh, I actually did a lot of chords where I was doing a lot of rhythm stuff, just, you know, everybody, everybody's not supposed to shine all the time, so it works best to be well-rounded, so I did a lot of rhythm. I didn't even start doing too much solo stuff until the band. How did the band meet? Like y'all just like how did you and Robert meet? That's the main point I want to know. Y'all just be messing together like we met at Truth at an really? event. Yeah, at a event that Rodney. Oh, Rodney. so it couldn't have been too long ago. Nah, it was like a year, year and some change. That's crazy. I yeah. thought that was a point. Oh wow! Nah, nah, it was like a year and some change, and we met at like uh, Third Eye Sessions, and I was Third on the Shout out the cloud. Shout out <laughs> up in DC doing his thug Bizzle, hey, Sicily. bald and light skin. Bottom um, <laughs> yeah, Waffle you know, you know, you know, he be out here black. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we met there. We started practicing, and we went, you know, through some personnel changes as bands do. But I didn't hear about that. As I mean, it happens. It's happened a few times. The one time you heard about that, that was the main time. Yeah, yeah. be like the roots, and always get like a new member like I, every year. Like, you know, we <laughs> might, we might, we're trying to be a, a sound system, so we haven't. Interchangeable people, hmm. so not everybody you see you'll see all the time, but they'll always be the band. Word, whatever fits the vibe best. So what? So how would you describe y'all's music? I guess right now, I guess because you say y'all mostly do, or y'all have been doing covers. Yeah, but it's it's yeah. What's the new stuff? It's more it's more of a rehoming of covers. So with the covers, it would be like you've heard the songs, but probably not like we sing them because mm-hmm. we'll do completely different harmonies. And uh, that to make it more our own, just to find more of the style. Mm-hmm. And we generally do, I guess you would consider it alternative R&B, but uh, original stuff is probably going. Well, you know, I don't like to, I don't like to give people clues. I just you gonna make no baby making movie, music, like, yeah, probably like straight pregnified yeah. yeah. joints. Yeah, yeah, definitely, most definitely, you got to. Terrence yeah. wanted me to ask you about the Sarah Bellum song. You know what we talking about? Yeah. Yeah, because he, he over here yelling on the damn track. I want to record Sarah Bellum too with the band so we can mm. get the whole, mm, you know, the whole, what is the, <laughs> <laughs> it's the the whole or, orchestral treatment. Orchestral, yes. yeah. Because at this point it's just kind of it's rough and it's acapella, and we generally only perform it with me and Robert because I don't think the rest of the band knows the song yet. So. When they learn the song, though, it's going to be very... Get it and give it to them. Yes. Be ready for get, get it. Get them pregnant through the waves. Get them pregnant. All of them pregnant. So just a second ago, you were mentioning that people like, uh, you know, go to live shows mm-hmm. in the summer and spring versus winter and fall, whenever it's cold or whatever. Mm-hmm. What's, I guess, the struggle y'all have met or the challenges y'all have met trying to just grow the band and grow the, well, you I mean, know, the reach? Realistically, uh, it's... 
the same thing with every form of art. It's how much of your comfort you're willing to sacrifice for your art. So, what do you mean by that? Exactly? Well, like with everything, every to gain anything requires sacrifice. So, if you're going to live, trying to live for your art, you have to ask yourself initially how much you're going to be willing to sacrifice to see that goal come to fruition. So, in trying to figure that out, we also got to figure out how to pay these bills because you know, life ain't free. <laughs> so, trying to figure that out and have enough time and energy left over to invest into your art is always where everybody. It's where every artist comes that into. Time, bro. Yeah, man. It's. Never it's enough ne- time. It is never enough time. <laughs> never, ever, huh? It's always enough time, but it ain't going to never be enough for some other stuff. So it's like, you cannot sleep, but who wants to do that? <laughs> so, yeah, you can try you can that. Like you can try that. Pack see, of yeah. hour energy. see how long it takes you. See how, see how long you, see how far you get off of it. I'm going to let you know. It ain't very. And your art going to suffer from always. Might have a mental break. Yeah. But, you know, art. But you get it done. Yeah, you know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Inspiration, as they say. So, like, you know what you're saying, um, everything takes time. Uh, you know, obviously, things take money to do also, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I had this question for both of y'all because I don't really consider myself an artist like that. But I know both of y'all do poetry and music. Um, at what point do you, like, get frustrated with, you know, not being able to I guess really, really make money or live off your art fully, you know. At what point does do you kind of have to figure out, I guess, which direction you're going in? Also, well, for me, that was uh, you can't really half-ass it. It's all energy, so you can't decide which direction you want to go if you're not about to be full out the gate from jump. Ain't even no point in doing it because you there's there's always time to refine. But changing directions, that shit takes a lot of energy. Stopping the momentum from one direction and going in a completely different direction completely kills what you had going on, and now you're starting at ground zero for something else. So it makes much more sense just to trek in one path and keep that way until you get where you're going. Mm -hmm. But I would say that it's nothing. I can't really say it would be frustrating because then it wouldn't be fulfilling. Like, if it was frustrating, if it wasn't frustrating, if it didn't have all the stuff, everybody would do it. Everybody would be like, you so it's know the what? journey for you. Yeah, you got to love the journey because what's the destination going to mean? What good, how, how, why do you, how would you care about being at the top of the hill if you ain't have to climb by yeah. your damn self with everything what? on your back? Like, yeah. you can look around like, oh, damn, <laughs> you got to climb, but I got here, boy. <laughs> <laughs> you got to remind yourself of that a lot. Um, Megan said, you don't do it for the money. I agree. You don't necessarily do it for the money, mm-hmm. but. You still need money though. You want to see you want to see it pay off. Yeah, you want to see it pay off. If some form of, you know. Yeah, and me and Anasi was debating earlier before the show, um, because I said I I would love to just like quit my job and do art full time, and so I'm still on the path to get there. Um, He said like he's got a different. I'm gonna let you do your viewpoint, but um, you gotta remind yourself of that journey part because, like, especially putting together shows, but putting together shows, putting together artists, making lineups, making sure people on time. Make sure people get paid. Stressful. Nigga. <laughs> so, and you might not be getting paid little to nothing yourself. Making sure people get paid. Making sure people get paid. Is is one of the Listen. It's paperwork. I hate paperwork. You hate it. You and hate so necessary contracts and stuff. Yeah, but you need it. You need it. All. You need it, bro. Don't don't let this bullshit like, oh, that's my homeboy. He gonna do me right. Mm. Listen. 
He gonna do you right by paper. Y'all gonna be in people's court, like you know what I'm saying? Just, like you how you are. <laughs> Just like Pastor Yo, I thought I was the only one that saw that show. No, man, Pastor Troy was on Judge Alex. Peace. I didn't see that one. He was being sued by the promoter. No, because he like canceled. Well, because Pastor Troy is from Augusta, and anytime Pastor Troy has a show in Augusta, his shit. Gets I don't know. I know it's stupid. It get no. It gets shot up all the time. Oh. He can't go home. So if a promoter has a show that has Pastor Troy as a headliner, he generally always <clears throat> gets sued because it's either going to get shot up or he just ain't coming. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even understand why he What's books shows in Augusta anymore. Pastor Troy's club in 2018, though. Oh, 18, bro. This was 2015. That, like, yeah, that was, was like four or five years ago. Yeah, it was it's still like after his, no, no, no. Like his peak. Most of his court cases came after his peak. That's crazy. Pastor Troy still make that type of music. I ain't heard. I gotta go back and listen. I ain't, I ain't heard. What about Pastor Troy? Music suggests he ain't gonna be in court. Vice versa was the most like introspective, like philosophical hood joint of all time. The most introspective, philosophical Bro. nigga who did not get out on bail like he yeah. thought he would. So I'm in jail now. I didn't plan on being in jail. I'm just saying, ago, like I'm here now. Him so to be what if I wasn't? And vice versa. Boom. I mean, that's, that's that's not Pastor Troy no more. That's somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> that's somebody else. Um, That's that? hilarious, though. But but yeah, it's it's, it's the 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 most uh, rewarding part, I guess, would be the journey because the destination. Everything is like you can't really appreciate it without the work. If somebody gave you a million dollars, you blow it all tomorrow. You made a million dollars, you probably That's won't spend a damn thing. Mm-mm, I made that. Right. <laughs> I need all, all that. that, that came along with I it, watched bro. it come. No, no. I'll spend this. I'll spend out of this, but I ain't touching that. Right. If somebody gave you a million, you don't even care. You ain't gonna see half of that because of taxes. You're absolutely right. Yeah, and you just don't appreciate it at all. Period. So it's just yeah. And like I said, with these shows, man, the shows just came together perfectly. Like you ain't had to put no effort in it. You could just show up, and everything just popped off. Yep. Perfectly. Like you wouldn't even care about the audience nope. at all. Like, <laughs> if you if you didn't have to if you didn't have to rush, you'd be like, fuck these people, make them wait. <laughs> Man, these are fans. These are the people that pay you your damn bills. You, know you beat well. Okay, what y'all doing here, bro? I mean, it's going. It's going to go like well. Like, what are y'all? Be, why are y'all here? You be like another problematic uh, artist that came to Columbia for New Year's a couple years ago. Ooh, don't um, do her like that. I didn't do her like that. She did herself oh, like oh, that. Oh, I know you're talking about. And she well, she does herself uh, like that every I show. She did y'all like that. I, I didn't I, go. I didn't. Me neither. <laughs> I knew better. Terrence said that Yellow Cake album is flames. I agree completely. I appreciate it. I I agree. It's going to be online soon. So <laughs> that's going to be like the next thing I release is I'm going to put it all on a different platform. So everybody what, is Yellow Cake? what is Yellow Cake? Yellow Cake is my debut. Well, not really debut, I guess. It would be debut project, but it's like six tracks that I have. And it is Yellow Cake. Like, it's flames. And when can we get that? Uh, it'll, be, it'll be online before the end of the year. Oh, dope. Okay. Yeah, follow me on all platforms, and you will you will be made aware. Where can they follow you on all platforms? On Facebook, Anansi Rex. On Twitter, whenever I'm on there, it's Anansi Rex. And on Instagram, whenever I'm on there, it's also Anansi Rex. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You can um, cash out the playlist for the pre-order that I was right now. Most definitely. You can find me on SoundCloud, but Anansi Rex, too, and a lot of uh, other dope stuff is there. Absolutely. Word. All right, so let's Appreciate get into these the topics. Love, Cree, by oh. the way. <laughs> Cree, what's happening? Cree, there's another dope rapper. Mm-hmm. Look at Cree B. Love. She out here. Doing her thug fizzle. Doing her thug fizzle. She blew the mic up at Blue Note last you know. night. Because Tuesday night. That's what she do, though. 
You gonna try her out later? Put it on the chain wax. We don't want to get to this topic. I do. I do want to get to the topic. Bro, it doesn't affect me like it affects you. <laughs> anyway, you be marking my shit out. That's what's making me mad. <laughs> Bro, you petty. If it really affects you, you just petty. I'm gonna check it. And on. insecure. You're insecure, man. I'm hitting check marks on my shit. <laughs> yep, live performance. Uh oh. No, that was it. Okay. Well. <laughs> um. So, this past Tuesday we had the elections. Um, there was a lot of important elections, especially for people of color. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were some real victories. There was uh. 19, 19 judges got elected in uh, yeah, I saw all nineteen black women place, judges yes. got elected in Harris County, which is basically Houston. Justice all up and through Houston. Yeah. Um, there was a Somali woman that was I want to say she was Somali. Oh. I think she was. I, I saw I just saw flashes of these. Yeah. Yeah. Put in the comments how to spell my name. Oh shit. Continue. <laughs> how you spell that? Yeah. Um, is this really? I'm watching. Like, oh, <laughs> doing public. Um, and uh, there's, I guess, the 116th Congress is the most racially and sexually diverse group in history. So we're continuing to progress. Progress. Um, unfortunately, I think there was some key uh, governor races, especially in Florida and Georgia. Yeah. That you know, people of color were hoping that some people would win out, which was unfortunate. Uh, Andrew Gillum lost in Florida. Andrew he was Gillum. like being he lost by a little bit. Andrew Gillum. I thought conceded. they were doing a recount. Andrew I, Gillum conceded. Well, yeah, he did concede. <laughs> yeah. Yes. yeah, he did. Oh, <laughs> did not lose. He yeah, conceded. he conceded. Yeah. Why did he concede? I based on I, I think the way it goes in elections is once you get so many districts reporting, they mm-hmm. I mean they already have facts on you know the likelihood of how a district is going to vote. Probably conceded so he wouldn't be marked a loser. I, mean, I, <laughs> I did not lose. I conceded. I stepped away. <laughs> yes. I went I home. I conceded. But yeah, he lost a pretty close election. Um, Stacey uh, Abrams from uh, Georgia, yeah. She lost relatively close. Yeah. She's within, like, I think, four or five percent. I saw a lot of Georgia people so talking about that one. Man. Yeah. So, how do you feel like the elections went? Because I guess for me, it's like a it's like a bittersweet victory. You know what I mean? Why you say that? It's like we're getting there, mm-hmm. but it's, we ain't there yet. You know what I mean? You see the progress? I, I think you got to. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's, I think it's obvious. I'm asking because like, it's like... It's, 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 <laughs> okay, a lot of people... A lot of people <laughs> that's why he got him on the show. Because like, a lot of people just don't see it as no progress at all. A lot of people still don't believe in voting at all. So There are some people that don't believe in voting. Are you one of those people? I did, but not really. I mean... You don't really believe in the process, but you did it though. It's 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 bittersweet because at the end of the day, the world is is what it is, and America's like a reality show right now. So it's just like, if your options ain't never really good, what good is choosing the the like not a shitty option? So you want water with thirty percent lead, or you want water with fifty percent lead? Can I get the soda? No, nigga. Do you want water with thirty percent lead or fifty percent lead? Can I not drink? That's irresponsible. Like what? What's... I will say I feel like the goal has always been to get ourselves in more positions of power as high as we can get, as well as building our own platforms yes. the way we don't have to rely on you know it's demand just, for it's something. It's a joint thing because if you're not yeah. going to build up your community, that's what I'm saying. Then it ain't gonna matter. Because <laughs> I'm off of voting all day every day, but if you're not also like you said, not in the community as well, just just learning, educating yourself, and so you can educate other people. 
Like you got to do all that. It's not just one or the other. Which brings me back to this is why I said I would not quit my job if I was able to live off my music because that's the reason you don't like kings. It's the reason you don't like politicians is because they place themselves on pedestals away from the people that are supposed to serve. If you're an artist, nigga, you serve yourself and the people. It means you pretty much always got to be around the people. So, well, I mean, I'm not saying like, ex- like you know, dismiss yourself from the people, but just if you was able to live and you didn't have to go to work, so all them people that you work with that you don't actually like, if you didn't have to see them every day, you think the art would suffer? That's what, no. Nah, I'm asking you as a person who go to work. Like, if you didn't have to see the people that you work with every day, how much better would your life be, or how much worse? Because you wouldn't really have no adversity. It's just like. I got money. I see. I see your point. I don't even see the point in leaving, bro. I'm gonna just I, sit here, <laughs> order some Netflix real quick. Like I'm, a, I'm chilling. I don't need to go nowhere. I, I see your point. I see the point. But you can like always. You can still go out of your way to put yourself in certain circles to be around people with different mindsets. Yeah, and but, but when them people know that you got it, they don't act the same. Ah, it depends. Like it depends it's, on what. It's time. a lot easier for you to be. Uh, accessible as a flower on the wall as opposed to trying to relate to people because people like putting people like people like putting on airs everybody wears a mask so if your mask look better than somebody else's they're gonna put on a different one in front of you while that's true i feel like if people know people can still know that you got it and that you don't have to be here and that same thing thing, situation would be the case if you work with andre three thousand and you knew he was Andre 3000 and you worked at the same job as this man would you ever be able to treat him like Andre Loren Benjamin how how I would treat him the other way. How, how, sway. how? Bro, how you gonna like, put your starstruck? How you gonna get really over the fact that you work with Andre three thousand? It every depends day. on his personality, bro. If his personality clicks with mine, I'm gonna treat him just like the way same way he treats me. But looking at your progress, at what point you gonna step back and be like, yo? If, that's Andre 3000. If anything, I'm inspiring me to just go that much harder. Like, if I can be that dope and still be humble to work in the job that I'm working at, like... And see, the only reason you feel like that I'm is because you know job. how dope he is as opposed to somebody So that's what I'm saying. People going to know that dopeness regardless. Unless they don't know you because you're not famous. You could be getting paid off of it. You could be eating off of it. And nobody can know who you are. I think if that works for you, that's that's wonderful. I think I would encourage that a thousand percent. But I'm saying I can... If I can live off my art and still be in Columbia getting involved with the community, doing the community work that I already do. Like, I feel like I can, I can do both and not Hell feel yes. Yeah, but I ain't talking about being in Columbia. I'm talking about, you know, being famous the world over. Like, being able to eat solely off your art to the point where people who see you in your city don't even know you because you're from their city. They know you because of your art. So, so you, you're more accessible through your art. If you are eating off your art, your art is what people are going to know of you. But you're saying from, from as long as you're famous to a certain extent, or as long as you're popping to a certain extent. So you have to basically give yourself a glass ceiling is what you're saying. No, I'm saying that you could either be dope and people just be like, all right, you all around dope. Or in this very short attention span society, people could think that you're dope for a project and then use a has-been. Like, fame itself is a, it's, it's, it's something we don't have to deal with till we deal with it. It's real easy for us to be like, yeah, I would love that. And then you get there and like, y'all know what it's like to go outside and not, not have no privacy outside. Y'all know what it's like to come outside and be like, nigga, why are there photographers out here? 
<laughs> I just woke up. You know, you might not be a morning person. You ain't had your morning cup of coffee. You walk outside, it's a nigga rifling through your trash can. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think there is possible to live off your art without being famous. And that would be, that's, but that's what I'm saying. That would be the medium. So if you could do that, what would you do? I would do my art full time without being famous. I think it's very possible. I, Dogon, he had Dogon on the show. Mm-hmm. He said that he makes, he's got like exhibits across like in different countries. And the nigga says very local, um, very relatable, right down the street. Like he said he could live off his art full time. He, I think he was working at Hobby Lobby or something like that at the time. But like he could do his art full time. But he has like the local popularity. That's he but I don't do know if that's the reason. Time and he still I don't know if that's the reason he does that. I don't know. I don't know the reason he still works at Hobby Lobby. But I'm saying, like, if he wanted to, he said he could. I didn't really, we didn't really ask him why he worked at. I don't even know if Hobby Lobby was the place. Yeah, it's it's over. Hobby Lobby, Michael, somewhere. Yeah, something yeah, like that. It's, it's, I don't know if that was the reason though. Like, I don't. I mean, it makes sense. But I'm saying, like, it's it's a lot. Of, it's just like a lot of producers and stuff. Like, produce like everybody. Think about how many people didn't know Dilla's name until he died. Like, so Dilla's Super producing Mario, for everybody. Super Mario is still working as a janitor. Like y'all don't understand. That's why I'm like y'all. Bugging. He's a plumber, first of all. Yeah, well, whatever he is, <laughs> he nigga, is still making beats. Still, 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 still. <laughs> There's still a check. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I get nah. tapped. Like, it's still a check. This is a consistent check. Yeah, it's nice, but you know, it's a lot of people that know how to stay low key and live what they are. And I think they still do what they want to do and. And still fine. If, I, if I could do that, I'll do exactly that. Have a job that I, I can quit at any problem. time, just yeah. to just to be able to make a scene when I quit the job. Hire a whole march advantage. Yo, I don't need this. <laughs> be like everybody, hey Chris, mama, my man got right. two jobs. Like <laughs> I don't need this. I was gonna be like Terry Crews and nah, like, nah. <laughs> nah, you can't be like Terry Crews and everybody hates Chris when you talk about jobs. <laughs> You'll never quit. <laughs> oh, so, this nigga's like, who's worse between Terry Crews and Mr. Krabs? First. Mr. Krabs, bro. <laughs> it's gotta be Mr. Krabs. As far as what? Cheapness. <laughs> bro. Mr. Krabs took up SpongeBob arm one time for a dime. I remember that episode. I'm gonna go with Terry Crews because Mr. Krabs only had to support himself. Terry Crews was cheap because he no, had to. Nah, bro. Mr. Krabs, nah, bro. Mr. Krabs was uh, messing with Pearl. Oh, fam. First off. He was giving Pearl the worst birthday gift. First, first, first off. First off. Everybody know whoever the fuck Pearl Mama was was fucking around because ain't no way in hell. <laughs> ain't no way it's in hell. Greatest kept, secret kept, bro. Everybody else in Bikini Bottom got parents that look like them. Even Sponge got a whale. Got Sponge parents. <laughs> How you? I don't know. Where his, where, where his wife at? You ain't know. never seen her. You know, bro, Mr. Krabs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where Pearl came from. I don't from. know where either. I, I was trying to explain <laughs> it, but shit just don't add up. Is there even another whale in the series? There's one, right? There's literally one other whale. He in jail. Yeah. He in jail. For yeah. There's, there's one other jail. There's, there's one other whale in all of Bikini Bottom. I think I was like, I remember that's that. A, that's, like, a, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a real, that's a real. Got a, got a you know, you know like who that is? Square face. <laughs> Mr. Krabs, the only crab in the whole city. That nigga selling Krabby Patties and they made out of crab meat. I can't trust him. <laughs> they made out of crab meat? That's, yeah, they are. No. Everything else. Everything you know else in SpongeBob yes, is bro. named yes, after exactly, and a piece of string. <laughs> what? <laughs> All the food they eat in SpongeBob is not named after what the fuck is made out of. Bro, y'all niggas got to explain this to me. Is it not? Because I ain't watched SpongeBob. Kelp shakes made out of kelp. 
That's one. That's one of the only other foods that they no, have. No, 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 because they eat fries and shit. They eat french fries, bro. Yeah, french fries. So, but if they... Oh, shit. Oh, my God. That, he might have a point. Which is why Mr. Crab is and he's rich, and it works for and it, it, it works. It works for a crab mentality because you know that crabs nigga took in a bucket, out, ain't nobody else getting bro. out, bro. But my mind is blown. My mind is blown. Yeah. And if you, even if you want to look at it from a different level, if all of the characters on SpongeBob represent the seven deadly sins, then Mr. Crab is greed. Oh yeah, damn sure killing everybody else to make all that money, bro. Money, a smelly hey, smell. Hey, okay, so okay, okay, so okay, so the kelp shakes. I was like, ah. When he said chump bucket, and then don't nobody eat in the chump bucket. Exactly. <laughs> I'm sold, bro. I'm sold. <laughs> I'm sold. It was a horrible realization. He was just like, oh, this is terrible. But the dude that wrote SpongeBob is a marine biologist. So all of them characters are pretty true to what they're going to be doing underwater. And crabs, they crabs in the bucket. You ever seen them? Yeah. Nobody terrible. gets out. Yeah, nobody. Nobody. We're all dying here today. Wow. I don't know, bro. That, that's. <laughs> I can't do it. it. Mike, it's, <laughs> I told you, I'm here to be problematic. Like pretty solid theory. I gotta go I'm back here. To I gotta go back and review. I gotta... <laughs> it's, it's, it's only two crabs on the entire show. Mr. Crabs and his mama. Man. No, 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 Larry. No, Larry's Larry, Larry's a lobster, lobster, bro. Lobster. Shit, <laughs> but he didn't kill his mom though. So it's like, it's his mama, cuz. And she curses like a sailor. She real. Oh, she does curse. She real, bro. Yeah, she does. She's the she's the reason you discovered what curse words were in the show. Said the oh. seven words you can't say in his jalopy. With his jalopy. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're going to get on the step <laughs> Every time a curse comes Get on the step bar, freak out, bro. All right, I don't know how we got there. But um, going back to the elections and stuff. So, <clears throat> for me, I feel like it's in my best interest to vote black. No matter what? I think so. In most cases. In mo- I mean, unless they're doing some crazy shit. Ben Carson. No, I wouldn't vote for Clarence You Thomas. Ben Carson for Halloween. You probably vote No, I wouldn't vote for Charles, Charles Barkley. I'll vote for Charles. You terrible. I'll vote you for vote Charles. Charles. Charles don't like your ass? <laughs> I'll vote for Charles. Boy, you are a country <laughs> fool. You terrible. <laughs> but I'm saying like. <laughs> right. <didn't even> get <laughs> but I'm saying like. Just because somebody is Democrat or Republican, I still think it's in our best interest to vote black. Unless. <laughs> The Republican views like somehow harm the black people. Because I, I don't, I don't, because at the same time, I don't think all Democratic views help black people. No, I think so that's not very true. As opposed to voting, I feel black, like I feel like I should. We should vote as black people for the policies that help us most as people, and not just like the black people. Because half the time, black people be banking on the black vote. Even damn yeah. about the issues, is I know these niggas gonna vote for me. I feel like the more people we have in those positions. The the less uh, the, the the more normal it'll be to see us in those positions. So, you know what I mean. It it'll just become it it won't be so uncommon anymore. It's one thing to like see us in the positions, but like what is the actual change that actually help or actually help us both stay in those positions and actually like help the you know middle class, lower class. But at the same time, I'm gonna be honest. I don't really believe in the system like that. You don't believe so in what? I, I don't really believe in the system a whole lot. Cough, so. Cough. So at the same time, like, I'd rather just see black people. That way, if I have if I have enough black people, maybe they can actually make real change for black people. You know what I'm saying? I get what you're saying, but if you see like like I said, if you see some Ben Carson, yeah, if you see some wild obviously, shit, yeah. like he coming from a Marcus Garvey standpoint. 
And Ben Carson obviously would not be allowed in this. <laughs> they're going to be killed yes. day one. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we can't have no Ben yes. Carsons and no shit like that. That's what I'm like, saying. Like, yes. it's got to be a limit. You no. can't just yeah, be like. I mean, like. We just going like, to round them up. You used to raise, like, most famous quote, I'm rooting for everybody black. Like, I'm rooting for everybody black. It's not the case for me. I'm not I'm not rooting for everybody black. I'm rooting for everybody black that is also rooting for everybody black. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's a mutually beneficial thing. I ain't out here rooting for R. Kelly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, um, I mean, yeah, it's got to be a limit for that. I do, like, I will admit, like, that's the first thing you look for when you look at the candidates. That's the first thing I was looking for. When yeah. I was looking over the ba- sample ballot and stuff, as well as, like, their stance on, like, criminal reform. Um, how they, what it, how what they think about, like, weed laws and shit like that, because I think that affects black people a lot. Oh, um, Florida, I think it was Florida that had a success. They uh, overturned. Yeah, a bunch of felons got their voting rights back. Yeah, they did. See, that's what I'm saying. Stuff like that. Yeah, is, that was yeah. that was dope. Hell yeah, that's dope as hell. Because uh, their whole system was. Yeah, I don't know why being convicted of a felony. Bro, do you know what the system was to get your voting rights back in the state of Florida if you were a felon? What was that? You had to go ask the nigga in charge. All that shit. Like the, it wasn't the governor. He was in some higher position. He only went. Into like the chambers four times a year for the whole state. So at the time, it was people who had turned their life around, like on their own businesses, and he would deny their rights to vote just because he would like he, one of his one of the specific reasons I remember saying was because he just didn't feel like it. Word. I was like, wow. <laughs> I'm trying to have that kind of power. That's not even a reason. <laughs> like he was on camera. Well, I just think it's time. I don't feel like giving you your voting rights. Damn, I just bro, don't I gotta, feel like you've learned your lesson. Damn, I got to like, process paperwork. Oh, no, I don't feel like that. You, I need a no, back oh. not today. Can you no. come back next well, week? What reason do you have for doing it? I, I, I just don't feel like bro, it. Bro, bro, I, I ain't got, I ain't got like a pen. It. So I was like, damn, I ain't got a pen. <laughs> I ain't got a pen. I ain't got a. Damn, bro, got to deny you, fam. That's what I'm saying. So I think we gotta, yeah, we gotta just chase positions like that. More and more, well, like I said, while doing the community work, because like, you can create change in your own community. You don't need to like be a politician to get the changes you need. Just talking to kids, just mentoring, volunteering. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff you can do. So yeah. Mm. You want to use that? Thinking. What? I'm thinking. About. No, nah, I'm still thinking about having to go four times a year up to like oh. Florida, up to Tallahassee, that's, no matter where you at in the state, just to have a nigga be like, you know what, you good? Why? <laughs> Cause nigga, I said no. Cause nigga, I said what he said. Like that too. Cause nigga, wait, I said no. Like, is this really the official? No, wait a hold on. Hold is this on. The process? Yes, there's got to be somebody higher can ask. There's not. It's just him. It's not. Like, I'm just. Oh, that blew me away. So they Every time I a new policy, or they just. Say once you, I think they overturned that process. So like, there's a lot of other places that the process to get your voting rights back is a lot easier because oh, it's, okay. it's literally just you fill out a form. Hmm. Can I get my shit back? You gonna stop fucking up? Yeah. All right, cool. <laughs> In Florida, it's like, can I get my shit back? Maybe. Come up here and see. Can I get my shit back? You gonna stop fucking up, bro? I ain't fucked up in ten years. Nah, cause you fucked up that one time. Don't ever forget, like. Bro, what the hell? That's what I'm saying, man. <laughs> I had one traffic ticket, though. That's what I be talking to these kids about, bro. It takes it one time. It'll fuck your whole... I've seen it firsthand. It almost just happened to another friend of mine. Um, She almost got, got caught with weed and shit. And like, she was already just doing her own thing. And I could just see, like, she being so young, this could be the thing that just derails everything she had <laughs> planned, bro. She had a whole 
whole plan and thank God the judge threw the yeah, shit out. Yeah, for like, I'm like, we, we ain't charge anything for that. Mm-hmm. It could be worse. What could be worse? Than a weed charge. Oh, yeah. No. This is bad enough that needs to change. It is. It does need to change. But I feel like <clears throat> I don't like the fact that it's illegal because it's taken away from things that should be illegal, like Ben Carson. <laughs> <laughs> the whole person make me cars in the and you know <laughs> anti-black people should just be illegal we should just be able to that should have been legal that's a part of America to us yeah, yeah, but still you know <laughs> they like the underdog I feel like we should at least have a fighting chance like in Red Dead Redemption I want to hear one more thing about Red Dead Redemption well first off I haven't played the game. I'm not going to get the game until they fix online because that was the only reason that I wanted it's the game. Not, it's, not, it's not broken. They are not debuting yet. it, so it's broken as far as I'm concerned. When did it come out? Like early December? November, maybe. Um, maybe. I'm November down with it. No, November I said November, maybe, and this is a Rockstar game, so in February. They did the same thing with Grand Theft Auto Probably, probably in February, exactly. But they fucked it up with Grand Theft Auto because they was not prepared for the amount of people yeah. That shit was terrible. Yeah, make, that's what I'm saying. So I remember the first Red Dead Redemption, but I digress. That online for that one was fun. But I'm talking about the fact that you can go and like cap whole settlements of KKK. Bro, so get like your practice out of the single player. No. And then when you the single, bro, I never player. played the other game. Like I played it solely to play online. It, it, that that nah. shit don't. That shit doesn't transpire. It does not cross over. You don't get to a certain level in the game, and then you be a certain level online. Nah, it don't work like that. You just gotta be a little patient. Man. Pretty much. So I'm like not getting it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. You're gonna be downloading it now because it takes approximately 30 days to download. Bro, so that shit took forever in a day. No, it doesn't take that long. But I was about to say, it what? does take like a day though. Oh, that's fine. Right. <laughs> I got the day. Cut it only the house. Yeah, you know. <laughs> basically, I'm the only person on my Wi-Fi. I'm, I'll be fine. Boom. There you go. Um, so Mike wanted to talk about how. Shallow the modern dating pool is. Bro, stop saying. I wanted to question y'all. He's out here struggling. <laughs> <laughs> He's out here struggling. <laughs> what the fuck this nigga shaking his head for? Uh, this nigga, <laughs> there's always some outrageous <laughs> shit happening outside the podcast, bro. Yo, so this some homeless dude just walked by in an army PT jacket, <laughs> looking in this room, judgmental as Yeah, like. He said, oh. Judgmental as fuck. oh, five blacks in one room? Oh. His damn hair looked like Fred Savage, and he got the nerve to judging us. With his loose curl juice. Be a respectful institution. <laughs> his loose curl juice. <laughs> <laughs> and his out of regulation jacket. It's always some shit. It's always some shit. <laughs> I wanted to question so, y'all. So yeah, Mike, why do you think dating pool? I don't though? think it is. Is it because you don't have any prospects? Russ, that's your. Is it because you're not out here? I'm out here all the time. I want really to ask y'all the question. <laughs> I want to ask y'all what y'all think. Because shut your ass up, darling. Dancing bear, yes. I'm telling people know Do people, people know what it is or they don't? It First always... off, that is a great job to want. Well, I commend you for aspiring to it. Cause I'm, you not, know. I'm not. And shit, if I was you, I would just like you got a camera, nigga. Well, I'd be making you my own me, dancing you bear be doing episodes. It, I'm not doing it. Be making um, dancing bear episodes at home. One of the acts. Because I see so many just online debates, and you know, Facebook debates ain't the best judging. You know how things are. But I hear so many people saying like. Black men are expecting women too much of the black woman. Black women aren't expecting enough of the men, and therefore they're getting the short end of the stick because when they have standards, and men act like their standards are too high. So I just want to get y'all perspective, man. Like, what do y'all think about the current dating scene? Period. Do you think it's in a healthy state? Healthy? (laughs) (laughs) Do you feel like it's too many broken people out here? Too many people selfish. Hmm. Now, what do you say? What do you mean by shallow? How shallow is the 
data pool? Like how shallow are people or just how are, no, how how are like the prospects? The prospects, basically. I got you. I mean, I think there's more prospects than, than ever, you know. Like healthy prospects. <laughs> For a healthy I, I, I didn't say that now. That's what I'm, that's what I'm I didn't say that now. <laughs> I'm, <just saying. laughs> you, I'm, I'm, I'm saying that you, that you have more chance to connect with people like yourself or people that line up with your interests. You sound like a nigga that ain't in the pool. How you figure that? What's people with your interests in the pool? They, or, too, they too busy doing shit that you're interested in. I don't so get what people, you mean. The people that are left in the pool are not going to be people with your common interests. They're going to be people who are in the pool because they ain't got shit else going. Or, you know, because they're interested in fishing. Wouldn't it pool. be, I guess the question is, by is the, there not healthy people that have similar interests and are still available? Depends on what you're in the pool for. That's what I'm saying. You, you, are you in a dating pool for a relationship? Are you in a dating pool to be dating? That's the question for you. I don't think. I don't think it's 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 it's, it's, a, it's, it's a legitimate question. No, it's a, que- it's a legitimate question. I'm just saying it would be different for different people. I don't know. What it I'm is, saying you, know. you should be able to just meet people that you are interested in in any kind of way. Why? Easier than ever. Why? Social media, going to events that you're interested in, just different things. Why should you be able to meet people worth meeting easier than ever? When the fuck is anything worth having ever been easy? I'm not saying like I'm not saying easy. I'm just saying like you can connect with people easier. When has anything worth having ever been easy? Just because you can connect with somebody easier don't mean they worth connecting with. I mean, of course. So now the most accessible people, they off doing shit to make themselves seem more important than the people who actually you want to talk to. They off trying to be great like you. So you got a whole bunch of people who got similar interests to you and they also working. And the people that's left is like, this is not a good idea. And you know it's not a good idea from jump, but you know. What's not a good idea exactly? Dating someone or doing something with your energy that is going to derail your focus. So if the person that you're dating, if y'all are not both mutually interested in growing and building as people, then the only thing one person is going to do is hold the other person. So you're saying the only people that are worth anything are out busy working or in, 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 uh, you know bettering themselves. Look at it from an energy standpoint. If you are putting all of your energy towards making sure that your shit is better, you are either going to meet people who can hopefully detract from that energy or meet people who are working towards the same thing. Ain't no in between. It's energy, bro. It's got to go one way or the other. There is no middle of the line. So you're either going to find somebody who's just as motivated and getting shit. You're either going to find somebody you click with, and it's going to be great, but it might be a little bit, you know, it might be time and turbulent. It might be something turbulent there. Or you're mm-hmm. going to meet somebody that's really accessible. That you just fuck with because they really accessible and it ain't because you really like them. It's just like, eh, but I, think I ain't got shit else to do. We here. Yeah, <laughs> like, we ain't got shit else to do. And so I think Will was saying, like, it's easier than ever to meet either one of those people right now mm-hmm. because of, like, social media, the outings, all that stuff. Yeah. My personal opinion on social media is real easy to meet the accessible people, but the people I like, they ain't on social media a lot. That's true. I mean, they I mean, not. I mean <laughs> I'm sure it's true for you. I can't speak for you, but I'm sure it's true. But, like, I'm not on social media a lot, so I don't. That's why I'm like, I'm I not. I think, well, my point was just what you were saying earlier. That's all I really do. <laughs> I, I, I scroll from time to scroll. time. Scroll and double tap. <laughs> scroll and double tap. <laughs> click, click. What, this, this will do all day. That's all he do. Heart emoji. Heart, heart eyes. Um, wow, reacts only. I feel like, <laughs> I would think, like, if, you, if you're single, even if you're doing great things with your life, making good moves, you know, making a good living for yourself. You still want to meet people, so you're still going to be, like, at certain spots. It might not be the same spots that everybody else is at, and probably shouldn't be. It goes be. back to the question I was asking. What you dating for? 
and that's that is a are person. you asking me personally or are you asking people everywhere i'm saying yeah. that's a question everybody has to individually answer before they decide they want to go out here in a dating pool yeah I agree. if you go out here sticking your fishing hook out you're gonna catch some shit you ain't trying to catch and you ain't gonna know what the fuck to do with it because you weren't anticipating catching shit you were just like oh oh damn baby i mama. agree entirely yeah and i think <laughs> i mean i can't speak for a woman but i know a lot of men get caught up in like they just like just throw the hook out there somebody latches onto it y'all hanging out y'all chilling and you weren't exactly oh, yeah, for a long-term relationship. Yeah. And y'all end up building a long-term relationship. I think everybody shit. can say they've done that. I was about to say, I know bro. so many people. <laughs> Nigga, this has happened so many times. right now because it was just like, it wasn't shit you else just to do. that shit. shit was we became comfortable. <laughs> and next thing you know, we had a baby. Do you love her? I mean, that's we cool. Like, whoa, bro. That's, that's no way to That's most life. apparent in men. I feel like the woman I know anyway will try to convince themselves that they love the dude that they ended up with. That well, sounds, man, to that sounds yeah. like it's a much more painful journey. So you saying men are more truthful? <laughs> I think men are straight like if you ask a man straight up if you love a woman that he does not love, you'll get a painful ass answer. <laughs> yeah, I, I I have met way yeah. too many women. Men that's perfectly fine with and perfectly okay with admitting the fact that they just ain't shit. Yeah, I just ain't shit. Once you come to terms with that, nigga, it's it's all bets off. I ain't never heard a woman say that. It could be true. I ain't never heard say it. So it's just like once you come to terms, when you see yourself like I ain't shit, the shit that you'll do completely changes. The shit that you are willing to do, the shit that you are willing to accept completely changes. Women still got that, you know, they. So once you have that affirmation in your respect. head, they're like, I'm just not, I ain't about shit. You ever heard a dude come out his mouth and say it? Let me ask I, mean, I have, but I, I don't ever take a nigga serious when he say it. Though. You don't chill around that nigga too much either, do you? Probably, no. He's not, I don't, I don't, I don't, <laughs> He's not a good influence uh, on your life. <laughs> I got to ask Will a personal question. We got a personal, like a mutual friend. Been a friend with us for a long time. I don't know if he wants to say his name. I ain't going to say his name, but he's been on the show. But remember we asked him if he wants to marry, no, his girlfriend wanted to marry him. And he was like, I have no plans to marry this woman. Zero. We can chill. We can keep doing what we're doing. They live together. They got a whole life together. We can keep doing this shit. I'm not getting married. Like, Hold on, who is this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. All right, all right. Ask question. Ask question. So, ask question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I knew you was going to go away. Oh, no. So, they got a whole ass house together. Don't they have a house together? They yeah. live together anyway. Yeah, they live together. <laughs> been together for a long ass time. Yeah. It's been damn near, I want to say almost 10 years, ain't it? It's, yeah, it's right about there. <laughs> it's about there. About 10 years in the game. They had a whole, like I said, a whole relationship. You don't hardly see this dude because they've been together so much. And she wants to get married. And he's like, no. And, like, she started to pressure him with that, like, I can't just be on standby. You know, I got to know what we're doing. And he's like, hey, if you don't, if you ain't with it, you can leave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's fine. Lord. Yeah, my, yeah, my man's serious about it. Hit it with that black tiger. He was so was there. We were sitting there You can hit the streets or you can hit the sheets. It don't make me no <laughs> never mind. You can go or you can come. Can that, was, that was it. That was it. Oh, that God. Shit, they actually out here using that in real life. And so she realized how serious, because this man is like deadpan. <laughs> Dead ass, bro. She realized how serious it was, so she, I guess she laid off of it. He was like, oh, okay, cool. I guess we can do it. That's one of the ancient things. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's it right now. Was at a poker match, bro? They, bro. They, she lost that motherfucker. <laughs> I see your bullshit. And I raised you. Mountain of bullshit. Straight face. She went all in, and the niggas had pocket aces. Bang <laughs> 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 <Pocket> bang! <laughs> pocket rockets. <laughs> Not today, sir. <laughs> Oh, no. nigga, that nigga had that, that nigga had that I don't care flip. There you go. There you, go, yeah. you see it. <laughs> he 
flipped him before the, the before the, what's the last shit? What is it? The turn? The, the flop? This is the flop? Yeah, the before flop. the talk. He's like, hey, man, you gonna see this shit? It's fine. <laughs> Do what you want. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, man, Nancy makes a great point, man. You definitely know what you want before you go in there. I say all of this because reading the topics. Mm-hmm. I'm personally open to polyamory, but. That also comes with the level of personal responsibility. Yeah, I'm talking about that. Really not trying. You have to be very self-reflective. Generally, if you're self-reflective enough to be in a polyamorous relationship, you probably got the choice. You're not just like, oh, I want to do this. Because a lot of people who are in relationships, they can lie to themselves and tell themselves, I could do this with a whole bunch of other people. person you with is the person that's going to tolerate your ass. Because you just tolerate your ass. You don't even know you. Mm -hmm. You don't know you enough to be honest enough with yourself to be like, damn. I was fucking up, bro. I need to stop doing that. And if you can't do that, then you damn sure don't need to be in multiple relationships, much less one. I will say that. People need to stop <laughs> like, thinking polyamory is going to fix everything. I've been saying that shit. That shit's hard. Yeah. I can imagine. If you can't handle monogamy, then you can't handle polyamory because at the end of the day, can you imagine having three different people call you on your shit at once and it don't be the same shit? Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nobody thinks about that shit. Yeah, I, I ain't never considered like, it. Oh, God. But, uh, oh, shit. Well, you can't turn nowhere where you ain't fucking up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't nobody want to be in that position because they're not willing to put themselves there. And if you're not willing to put yourself there, you don't. You damn sure don't want to be placed there by somebody else. It's going to fuck your day up. It's going to fuck your week up. I ain't going to lie to you. Not the week. Nigga, put a mirror in front of you and be like, nigga, look at who you are. Nah, bro. I was, I was going to get a sandwich. Like... <sighs> This wasn't even on the game plan today. <laughs> I had some gaming. I was like, what? Yeah, that's, that, that's generally how it happens. So, so speaking of people getting caught on that shit, do you feel like um, like black women are demanding too much of black men? Like, as far as, like, men having to make a certain amount of money, um, doing certain things on the first date, um, go out of their way. Like, if a woman is obviously... I've seen... I heard women say this. Like, if a man see... If the man or they're dating... Can see that they're struggling financially. Like he should offer to help her out. <laughs> we'll like. I'm not even gonna go down that road because you know I'm very blunt. I would not want anything. I would say to be taken any sort of other way. So I would say I don't demand shit from nobody else. I'm not willing to demand for myself. And okay. if I'm demanding it for myself, I got too much shit going on to worry about you fucking giving it to me. Because realize, ain't shit free. <laughs> You giving something, you owe something. I ain't no, that's just the way energy works. Something mm-hmm. got to be sacrificed. So if you're giving something, you gonna pay for it. Yeah. And you don't really get too much say about how the fuck you pay for it because you was just asking. I just put your hands out like, hey. I mean, there's got to be balance to what you're giving versus what you. I guess in my scenario, in the scenario we had on another <laughs> show, is that you know she felt like she was given the the booty, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She felt like she was giving me booty. Since what you talking about? Mm-hmm. Well, you, you remember you, you just said it. No, I just made. A I want to hear the situation. We yeah. okay. So the situation Mike said, should you be uh, willing to to give women money or whatever? Was, oh, right? oh, 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 yeah. So the situation that my bad. The situation mm-hmm. we're discussing is that Mike said he had a friend, and she was her and a dude was in a casual sexual relationship. Yeah, they were in a, like a friends of benefits. Type yeah, of friends of benefits situation. I think you said she had money troubles or something like that. She was expecting, she was like taking a bat because dude never like offered to take her out to eat and stuff or like help her out financially. Yeah. And they were having sex. 
You know, that, I would like to get y'all thoughts. Oh, I got, I got Will's yeah, thoughts. I have, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to maintain my reaction for the sake of the recording because. Um, well, no, no, I have to to be able to verbalize it because it's so preposterous. Because did she ever ask? Uh, I believe she eventually did. We grow, but man. like, no, no, I agree with that completely. If you ain't, but her, asking. I will, I want, I want to put her reasoning on the table. Her reasoning was like, because you're getting this amazing vagina. Your she, specific words was friends with benefits. I was getting this for I got a goddamn thing from you. Now you think that the shit that I was getting for free, I'm about to pay for. That's bad economics. That's just that's shitty business. Bad economics. <laughs> that shitty business is what it is. So I wasn't spending shit, and I got this. And now for the same shit, ain't nothing new about it. You want me to spend this? How the fuck the price go up for the same thing? Where does that work in any other? I will say, where does that work in any other? Like, comes to free trial. Even free trial. <laughs> that's still something you gotta agree to. Never you ain't just about to get Pandora and they be like, all right, nigga, you listen to it for a month, we're at $10. Wait a second, bro. What? I will say. You I agreed then. No, it was in the fine print. That no, your credit what? card was taken on file. Like no fine print. <laughs> nigga, this is an app. It was auto drive payments. Yeah, yeah, like, hold on. Where y'all even get my credit card information from? Bro. Yes, you can't. I don't believe in, like, just, like, changing the rules because you feel differently or because you got caught up in a situation. And it's one of them. You got if this person cares about you, on. they might be willing to do that. But like to be mad at them for not doing it, I don't know why. The two things that lead to disappointment are expectation and obligation. I thought you were saying assumptions. Nope, that's an expectation. You, you expected yeah. shit to be one way, and it was not. So now you're disappointed by being embarrassed and shit because you know you couldn't just ask. I agree. No, well, see, and that comes to like the fact that it's so crazy that we're ashamed to have honest conversations about how we feel, even though people were making it like cool to post about feelings all the time. Like, okay, people post all the time when they end up feelings and they just at at the breakup or something, or like some type of situation didn't work out. They post all these memes about the mood like, meme. The mood memes, fam. The mood meme. Your girl was like on a spree when she broke up with her man. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> she was on a spree. Talking about, you talking about light skin. Yes, yeah, she, <laughs> she was on the spree with that. She shit. was hurting, bro. She was hurting bad. But like, when it comes to actually being in a relationship and like you expecting something from this person, but being too afraid to say it out loud, that's crazy to me. Expectations, that's the problem. So like, <laughs> I feel like if you feel like, because there is such a thing as meeting somebody, things going super fast, y'all having sex before you thought you would have sex, and now you know you're in this current situation. But that's when you pump the brakes and be like, okay, just so you know, I want a relationship. If you don't want one, we can stop this shit now. No, the niggas be scared to like get hurt and no, because first off, what about that whole situation suggested you've been thinking? You mm. got a whole bond with a person. You got a whole we gonna exchange this energy. You know what? Maybe we should stop. Nigga, it's a bit too late for that now. So you saying they have to keep having sex? It's not that you have to keep having sex with you. It's a uh, if you about to be out here making mountains out of molehills because if sex ain't that important. Then how the fuck you expect a relationship or relationship like things because you fucking? This that's not the exact opposite though. It's not that sex is not that important. It's that it's such a bond with the intimacy. Like you, Words. before so you, you get in too deep, before you know what's going on, you want to put the whole somebody on. that you not in too deep with. Like why? What's the point? Niggas caught in the moment all the time. My nigga, I went celibate for four months because that's caught in the moment is very dangerous. It is. It is. And I'm saying it just happens all the time. So if somebody got caught in the moment, that's happened to me too. Sure, it's happened to Will. <laughs> so like, he's called the boat. But when it happens, like if you feel like you want something more than this, then you have to stop it and be like, yo, before we go any further, 
Let me know what we're doing. How many times has it happened to you? How many times has it happened to me? Mm-hmm. I don't know if I want to talk about how many times it happened to me. Obviously, somebody ain't like I mean, but it was, I'm talking about with different <laughs> people. I'm talking about with so different people. So am I, nigga. It's the same lesson. So what, what's, what's your point is what I'm trying to ask you? A lot of the times, when that shit happened the first time, if you don't like the outcome, that would be the time to pump the brake. That's what I'm talking about. Not, no. I don't mean... The first time it happens to you, the first time that you cross that line with oh, somebody. Oh, no, I was fine with having just sex and stuff. I'm saying the other person was expecting more. The first the time that that happened to you, yeah. because you were fine with it, if you were not like, hmm, this shit might mean something more to somebody else, because you know that it's possible because it's happened to you. It's possible, but if you're not verbalizing it to me, I'm not going to assume that you wanted to turn to something else, because we just had sex. Like Exactly. And that's how you feel about shit. And I feel you because that's very honest. But you're also very honest and open about how you feel. The person who you're having sex with, if they not about to be this open and honest, you done fucked around and got you a situation because so you didn't want to have an uncomfortable conversation. No, you are absolutely right. If so you, you do recognize... The person, so you think both parties need to try and communicate openly and effectively. adults, fam. Everything as, should be as consensual. As often as possible, yeah. Everything should be consensual. Nigga, if we can fuck, it shouldn't be nothing I should be uncomfortable talking to you about. It I should be the you case. naked. And if I can't see you naked in multiple aspects, then it's just like, this is going to get weird. Really said, I, I the think, talking is hard. I think for most people, <laughs> talking is harder than fucking. That's what Jones just said. Talking is harder than fucking. As crazy as that sounds. It is not very true. Mm-mm. Bro. Bro, it is. Kayla really said, not, I think for a lot of people, like, just being, keeping somebody happy and around them is harder, I'm sorry, easier then talking to this person be like, yo, honestly, I'm not comfortable. See, I'm actually want more from you. You're not supposed to be happy in a relationship. You're supposed to be at peace. Your happiness comes from within. If your person don't bring you yeah. peace, and it, meaning that if they don't bring you peace, then you shouldn't be in a relationship with them. If you can't talk to this motherfucker about how you feel, honestly, what peace you going to get? That's what Will's saying. This, a lot of people don't have that peace already. That peace that's That's it. That's it. You don't you're talk right. about shit and you get the peace of ass, and then you're like, I feel empty inside. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's, that's just real. <laughs> that's Niggas just be sitting up. Motherfucker be sitting in the bed at three o'clock in the afternoon drinking apple juice, just nigga, looking at the wall. Not a damn nigga, thing. Why did I just life. do that? Like, this is a terrible existence, nigga. I need to get my life together. Yep. And there's so many times people have those. They right. would rather be like, Nah, that never happened. <laughs> I don't talk to nobody about it, so that shit never happened. But you know, when you laying there in your bed by your damn self, looking at the ceiling, wondering why you're like this. That's been there. Everybody's been there at some point. It's like, yeah, I need to. All right, bro. I know I might need to chill out a little bit in certain areas, but if you're not gonna be self-reflective, then that that shit gonna it's gonna fuck up every aspect of your life more than just the the sex. Because people want to have sex, but they ain't got their bills paid. People want to have sex, but niggas don't know how to budget. It's like it's a lot of adult and shit we weren't taught, and we out here trying to be fucking. Nigga, I don't even know how the fuck tax returns really work. You know, you fill out paperwork, and a couple you months know, later, you, you know, they take some shit. They take some shit in the beginning. They take some shit I fill out some paperwork, and they give me a little bit back. Okay. Know how to fuck, though. That's dangerous, nigga. It's terrible. Yeah, because we've, like, taught ourselves that that's all that matters. <laughs> like, I remember growing up, and it was like, if you had a female friend, and, like, y'all weren't doing something, like, extra, like, fucking, or something sexual, then you was wasting time. Like, that's insane, like, how much we put, like, emphasis on sex, and getting some, and being the man, or whatever. Like... Or being the being the girl that can get any man she want, like yo, it's insane. It is gratifying to tell that woman no. <laughs> it's gratifying. Very. What is that? Yeah, I was ugly growing up. I was too <laughs> ugly there, but revenge. Nah, it's not even. It's just it's a okay. 
So if love is supposed to be about the exchange, open exchange energy and all this, what is that if it ain't ego? Ego ain't got no face. Ego ain't got shit to do with love. The only thing it can hope to do is taint it and poison it. So if you come in here with ego, like, I can get anybody I want, you will get nobody because, nigga, you come with ego. And that ain't what love is. That's not even where love is, bro. Right. <laughs> they don't yeah. vibrate the same place. It's like, nigga, you're not, all right. You, you deserve whatever you get, but it ain't right. going to be love. Right, exactly. So, and having that when it's just like being able to see it and being on the other opposite side of that and being able to recognize it like, you don't really want to fuck with me. You're just trying to conquer me. It's cool. Yes. And That's being able to say, nah, I'm good. It's like, uh-huh. <laughs> the audacity. Like, yes, bitch, I'm fine. I'm perfectly fine. You, you Go read a book or something. Go read a book. Yeah. <laughs> No, grow, that's grow some flowers or some shit. Do I think it's just more empowering to just make that decision for yourself, period, and just like not accepting what you can just get easily. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just to be loved on, quote unquote, and just to say you with somebody. That's another thing. People be with people just to say they with somebody. And I like my solitude personally. I think I love with solitude. I do a lot of dope shit when ain't nobody around. Exactly. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> for real, man. People need to get back to having fun by themselves. For real. I'm saying. Don't about to turn it into some dirty joke. I'm I sure. got to be the only person that remembers just sitting in the room with with um, probably what some landscape of the house and two action figures, and you build a whole no. scene. Bro, <laughs> you got a whole movie set, nigga. Yeah, you I used to build um, Gundam um, mobile suit. Um, what you call it? Uh, little the model kits. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? You do that shit all day. You go into your own little stories with them, be doing shit. Yes. <laughs> Niggas be married. It's, Niggas it's, be married. Yes. <laughs> you out here beefing like, be I got to avenge and don't, don't nobody know nothing about that. Niggas don't do that no more. They just right. want to be around people because it, it it helps them escape the aloneness. The, the crippling, <laughs> the crippling, crippling like, insecurity alone, that is the drab existence that is. Because when you alone, all them thoughts come flooding in. Yep. Like, yeah. what you doing, bro? Damn, you still have so and so job. You still ain't got. Well, <laughs> Facebook make it seem all cool when you laying at home alone and your brain be like, "Are you going to sleep yet? Why doesn't Tarzan have a beard?" Nigga, it ain't never nothing that innocuous. I'm always thinking about that shit. It's always <laughs> right. some real life shit that it's like. Bro, why the fuck I had to think about this now? Like, I'm not trying to go to sleep on this. Right. I can't be thinking about this all night. <laughs> you sitting there tossing and turning, not really going to sleep. Like, damn. Be going over it in your head. Fucked up. And it's, it's it's a terrible place to be. Crazy, man. It's a terrible place to be. But find joy in your solitude, people. Got to. Yes. Shit, if you can't like being around you by your damn self, why the fuck would anybody want to be around you? Like, don't be shit by myself. Exactly. You go finish your little topics. But as for um, what is expected, I'm going to say just everybody's expectations is in the wrong place. It ain't that they too high. They just not on themselves. So niggas is going to forever be disappointed. I think people have forgotten that. Do you think people need to like check themselves, figure themselves out before they even think about dating, getting a relationship with anybody? I always felt you should fair. be looking That's for people fair. to add on to your life. I had to like come me. to realize, accept, and appreciate the fact that I'm an asshole. Because if you don't, it's going to take one sentence to fuck your day up. Yeah. I've seen it happen. <laughs> you ever seen a motherfucker deflate? Like, in public? It's a terrible sight. <laughs> just see a nigga whole ego just drain off of one statement. <laughs> nigga felt good as shit coming out the house. Now he don't even feel like going home. He's just sitting there, sad. 
Mm. Kayla said it's the expectation that society sets on people that everyone is trying to hide from inside, trying to hide from inside another person. So basically, she's trying to use other people to hide from themselves. Ain't no room over here for that. Right. If you, I am the fire. If you can't look at who the fuck you are, don't come over here because you. Nah. You ain't gonna like what you ain't see. Ain't no mirror, bro. Boy, that's it. That's it. That's all you got. <laughs> hey, nigga. I, mm-mm. Look at it. <laughs> Look, at it. <laughs> Look at it. Read it. Read it in a week. <laughs> um, is that all the stuff? The, I don't know if we want to get into um, how responsible black men are because we run a long time. Oh, actually, real quick. How responsible <laughs> are black men for making black women feel safe around them? Around us? I mean, shit. As Just black people, sure. we all fuck it up because we all we got. So Damn. Black men ain't doing enough to make black women feel safe. A lot of black women probably ain't doing enough to make niggas feel loved. Everybody fucking up. I like the way this guy put it. It is what it is. (laughs) Worry about what you do before you worry about what other people are doing. If you know you ain't fucking up, then just be like, "Mm," and keep on moving. Mm. That's what I do. (laughs) "Mm." That's fucked up. Anyway, back back to this life I'm living over here, not fucking up. (laughs) You want to chime in on that, or you just agree with Nelson? (laughs) <laughs> For the most part, I agree with him. I just think, I just think the rhetoric that's spit nowadays is too, too blaming mm. on either party, but mostly on black men. But on, for the most part, on. everybody's right. Yeah, everybody is right. <laughs> At the end of the day, it's like everybody's right. What you gonna do about it is the question. It's hard to get the the rightness out of the extremism that can come out of people because it comes down to ego. Niggas want to be right and wrong instead of just accepting, all right, this is the way shit is. This is the way shit should be. This is what I can do to make shit the way it should be. But in order to do that, I must first accept responsibility for the way shit is. I'm not cool with that. <laughs> mm. I'm not trying to do that. I didn't make this shit, but it is. I mean, it, it is what it is. I mean, we didn't make none of this shit, but we didn't make the world we got, but it's ours. It it's ours, nigga. It's like, you got it. You didn't make it, but what you going to do with it? Because you can't just leave it on the table. Yeah. Because somebody else going to come and get it and shape it into what the fuck they want it to be. So, you know. Indeed. Take control of your destiny. Please do. Please do. Stop looking if, for if ways to be If you don't, you're going to end up working for somebody else. Right. Not that people haven't been victims of terrible traumas and stuff. Because terrible things happen to people, especially black people. But please take control of every ounce of power that you do have and exert that in every way possible in your life. You can't control the shit that has happened to you. But the shit that's going to happen to you, that's that's, that's majorly up to you. Yeah, <laughs> and how you react, how you react to it? Absolutely. All right, you want a personal health education? It's you. So, uh, I actually have a prior right. engagement. Do I have to? Yeah, dip out. Yeah, I think I do. Not sure. I appreciate you coming through. I appreciate y'all having me. You want to shout fun. out your stuff real fast? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Anasi Rex on all platforms of social media. Matter of fact, I'm, if I ain't mistaken, I think I. Uh, a business card? Might have came prepared. Today. I might not if I don't know. I, I got a lot of pockets, B. <laughs> <laughs> if not, just follow me on Facebook at Anasi Rex and on Instagram at Anasi Rex and on SoundCloud at Anasi Rex and on Twitter at Anasi Rex. And that's pretty much the only places I'm at. But Do all that. Follow all the places and new music coming soon. Hey, Appreciate you. say by the end of the year, right? Appreciate yeah. You, end of the year. Most likely by my birthday, which is December eighth. Y'all should get me some. We got the same birthday, so I got I'll be a hit shit. He cool. Oh, word. Cool. <laughs> he cool. He cool. He cool. <laughs> Appreciate y'all, bro. Appreciate you, man. Thank you for coming out, dude. Cultivated ignorance. Absolutely. You did a wonderful job. Being all ignorant and cultivated. That's what we do, man. <laughs> That's what we do. Josh, safe. All right, brother. Good to meet you, man.
All right, so we got a few minutes left in the show. Yeah. Um, one of the things we said we were going to do when we started the show was uh, talk about personal health and black businesses, something we kind of... <laughs> Something we kind of got away from, but we're going to start that back today. Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah. Today, I wanted to touch on um, surrounding yourself with the right like, like-minded people. Um, I was kind of going through some like personal headspace issues uh, about a couple of weeks ago. I felt like the people I was like around wasn't really like progressive, weren't really pushing me to do better with my life. Weren't really talking about ideas and stuff. They were most. It was mostly like activists that were mainly talking about the traumas and stuff that we were going through, especially with the elections and stuff going on. Um, I just kept hearing about just depression shit or just like sad shit or like what's wrong with black people, what's gonna happen to black people, what's been happening to black people, all valid things. But it's like when you wanted to, when I wanted to talk about something positive or just mm-hmm. something new or creative or just innovative, it was like the room just felt silent to me. Like I just didn't get any feedback. Well, I was just talking about the stuff I was working on, and I just wouldn't get any encouragement because people couldn't see my vision. Yeah. And so um, it was just, I mean, of course I'm not talking about y'all. I'm just talking about, like, y'all know I hang around a bunch of people on a regular basis. And it was like, yeah, y'all are the main ones I need to keep close. But these people would just talk about sad shit all the time. I was like, fuck, man, this shit is driving me crazy. I so, can't be around those people. Nigga, it's so draining. And, like, because once they get on that roll, they stay on that roll. And if you talk about anything else, and I just realized that there was so many of them that were stuck in a certain situation where they couldn't see anything else. And I was like talking to my therapist about it. And I was just telling her it was just killing me. And I said, why can't I meet people who just, like more people, I should say, think like me or just push me to be better? And she's like, nigga, you got to go out and find them. She said it just like that. She's going to be nigga and everything. And I said, I'm just joking. She black or white? She black. She, oh, she was white. Okay. She it's okay with. then. <laughs> if she was white, but she was getting good advice when she said nigga, you want to be cool? Bitch, I'm so <laughs> I'm suing you. She rich too, man. I got Um, Yeah, she's like, you got to go out and find them. And um, it was so crazy because right after that, a uh, mutual friend of ours has been on the show, Sabrina Jeffcoat. They organized an awesome, awesome potluck full of creatives, full of entrepreneurs, just awesome people at the arcade building. And um, it was exactly what I needed. We were just sharing ideas. We were sharing experiences and successes, bragging on ourselves, but also bragging on each other. Um, we had to meet at least one person that we didn't know before and just get to know something about them personally. Got to know. That's why I met um, L. You weren't at the last show. But L, the dude that was rapping on open mic, that's why I met him. Uh, he drove me to my car. And he just started spitting, like, insane bars in the car. And we were just talking about life and just everything. And it was just awesome. And I just took that and ran with it. and just started putting myself in more and more places where I didn't know people. Um, like First Thursdays, where I just went around Main Street. <clears throat> At different venues and just met people and just mm-hmm. vibe with people. Um, just the other night, um, poetry. What happened? <laughs> they had poetry night at um, the uh, church down the street on Main Street, and I just went there. And just like one of my favorite artists, Ebony Ram, was there singing. <laughs> and um, sorry, not here fucking up. <laughs> and um, anyway, just purposely put myself around people I didn't know that I could learn something from, and I just learned so much with so many people. And I just want to emphasize how important that is, man. Like y'all just need that. I've always prided myself on just like encouraging myself to do things and pushing myself to do stuff, but you need people around you that's going to like affirm everything you're doing. Yeah. That's going in the right direction. And um, because when you don't, you get depressed and shit. Yeah, I just want to put that out there. You ever had that similar experience like that? Where you felt like people around you were just on some negative shit? Yeah, I have, but I think more often than not, I've had people around me to kind of, not necessarily negative shit. 
because I don't really surround my peop- myself with people like that. Mm-hmm. But just kind of get me out of my comfort zone mm-hmm. and get me pushed in a in a in a better direction or a more focused direction right. than I was before. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, I think for me, sometimes I uh, I kind of yeah stall. You know what I mean? What do you mean? Like kind of like I'll get on this path and I'll kind of like stop or mm-hmm. slow down. I'll let my insecurities kind of like hinder me from keeping That's forward. That boy, that boy. Yeah. So I you know oftentimes it's people kind of motivating me to keep pushing or you know just people with kind of the same ideas as mine it just kind of you know it affirms what I'm doing or right, right. the course I'm going so mm-hmm. you know for me it's it's like that I, I, I don't too often I don't deal with the fuck shit like that so <laughs> well it is the fuck shit he's the only fuck shit to be in the room I mean hey <laughs> um like like we said we're also going to be getting back to uh doing black business shout outs um, this week we have a very dope one. Let me pull up the website one more time. Um, this week's Black Business shout out is called Designed by a Queen. Uh, it is a Etsy shop. Uh, it is run by a lovely lady out of Greensboro, North Carolina, uh, Alandria Hunter. She looks. She look good. I'm not focused on that. <laughs> um, you can check out the picture though. Uh, <laughs> um, I was actually uh, actually looked at her website through my homegirl India. Hmm. Um, her specialty is headbands, bow ties, um, jewelry, home decor. She does a lot of customizable things. Um, check out her website. She has a lot of a lot of dope stuff. A lot of uh, African print things. Yeah. Um, some college college branded merchandise as well. Okay. Uh, it's a very dope website. Um, I think she said she's been doing this since 2015. Where? Um, I really wish I could pull this website up. Hold on one second. Uh, See how he's working uh, up. Design by Queen. Yeah. I got the damn thing on here. Oh, are you doing? I'm supposed to put shop in the middle. Um. (laughs) But yeah, so she's got uh, like I said, a lot of she's got beads, um, earrings. Oh, nice. She even got a couple pillows. Yeah, everything on the website is, is very dope. Um, so, yeah, like I said, she's been doing this since 2015. Um, she's got a profile up here. She's It's been on Etsy, Etsy since 2016, but I think she's done a little um, off of Etsy. She's popping, popping by now. Yeah, so please check her out. Uh, we got to get these small businesses popping for real. Yes, please. Um, so, yeah, you can, you can go to her website, etsy.com slash shop slash Designed by a queen. Um, you know, just check out everything on the website. You know, if you see something you're interested in, feel free to contact her. Feel free to, do, you know, go ahead and buy something. Um, and ask her any questions if you have any. Buy everything. Yeah, just just buy all the shit. All just the buy shit. it out. Do it, man. Um, so, now that we've done positive things. It's <laughs> <laughs> still positive. It is, it is. <laughs> well, this, well, this is a, this is a, a this is a thirst whip that's, that's doing something with her life. <laughs> the other thirst was doing shit? Some of them. Some Not all of them. Some of them were just taking pictures. You're right. Yeah. Um, do you already know her? I don't. Oh, man. I you, don't. All right. You got, you got to look her up. Um, thirst of the week. I don't like how you said that. <laughs> but, of course, Josie was following. I already knew that shit. Um, thirst of the week this week, this fine week, is Miss um, Stormy Maya, who is an actress, a director, a filmmaker, a photographer. Advocate for the natural hair movement, like she be out here 
She's got a short film coming up called um, Cattle of the Cold. Ooh. <laughs> bro, you see. Is you she know, doing some work like for real? Bro, she's doing all that shit. I'm just listening. Yes, sir. Yes. Bro. But you ain't got to the good pictures yet. You on her real profile? That's like a fake one. Bruh. Yeah, she. Whoa. <laughs> you looking her up, Darwin? Or are you fancy? Look up Stormy. My... I'll tell you later. I'll tell you Darwin later. over there trying to find the uncensored joints. <laughs> it's uncensored joints out there. <laughs> and it's real. <laughs> Stormy Maya. Um, yes, you find as hell. Um, has some just glorious, amazing pictures. M A M A Y A. Um, her IG is Stormy Maya, and also the Twitter. Also has a YouTube account. Um, I wish you hadn't told me that she had real pictures out there. Now I'm gonna search. But you gonna do it anyway? Stormy with an I, yeah. You find her. Just look up Stormy Daniels because that's completely. Yeah, that's probably up your alley. <laughs> that's your type. Um, yeah, she's she fine as hell. Um, I was like, it was on was it the Dolo himself profile? I was just scrolling. Bro, shout out to Dolo. Dolo but the only problem I got with Dolo is he needs to start tagging all these models because I'll be feeling bad yeah. when he'll just have like some baddie up there and he don't tag them. People will be calling him out for that shit too. Yeah, like, people will be like. You getting your followers off somebody else's? Yeah, thing? like all you gotta do is tag them, bro. Like, that's it don't it. take nothing. It <laughs> takes no time. I guess you don't want to follow everybody because he posts gang of pictures. But he does, Dolo. Dolo be out here. Dolo doing God's work. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Dolo to God. Thank you very much. But yeah, man, look her up. She is fine as hell. Yeah, that's her. Yeah, okay, you ain't have to be hit with the creepy stare afterwards. Oh, this nigga look disgusting. <laughs> about to do gross shit. We should turn off the show now before he does anything weird. Ooh. <laughs> 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 well, we're right on time, too, man. Yeah, we are. Great show. They will be wanting us to get the fuck out of here. So. They do, bro. They don't play no games with us. And the, the one hey, is hey, here. You three. Hey, you three <laughs> niggas. <laughs> but they be like moving papers and shit. They be <laughs> moving Maybe Windex in the damn window. <laughs> <laughs> moving chairs in front of us and shit. Um, damn, we need to take a picture of um, Nazi before we left. That sucks. It's all good. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, man. We want to appreciate y'all. Thank y'all. Oh, so thank much. y'all. Yeah. Appreciate y'all for joining us on this lovely episode of Cultivated Ignorance. Great one. Uh, as our guest said, uh, you can catch him on the Nazi Rex mm-hmm. on everything. Everything. IG, SoundCloud, Twitter. When he's on there, Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, catch him. Should have new music. He said what by the eighth, but end of the year definitely. He said definitely his birthday, which is our birthday, so it better happen. Okay. Uh, Columbia people. So it'll be a bittersweet day. <laughs> and with a celebration across all the streets of Columbia. Um, for his music. For our Columbia people. Um, Blue Note Poetry, he always closes out my show. Him and Robert, they always kill it. Um, first Tuesday every month. Next one's going to be December. We're going to have another show by then, so don't worry about it. Yeah. Check us out. All right. As always, thank you again. We will see y'all again soon. Peace. Love you guys. Bye. Okay, bye.